Hello and welcome to the final episode, episode five of Double Falsehood, presented by the Pendant Shakespeare. I'm Jeff Robinson, co-director of this production, joined by my fellow co-director Adam Blanford. Hey, Adam. Hello. And welcome as well to our dramaturg for this production, Morgan Z. Sowell. Morgan, good to good to have you. Hi, everybody out there in the Pendant Universe. All right. And uh, here we are in uh, the first scene of Act 5, uh, which, Adam, I know uh, you worked on, and as well as voice acted in, of course. Um, yeah. <laughs> I yeah, like the uh, like the music choices of this one. I love the music. I, I, you know, I was trying to find stuff that would work, you know, that was period-specific and or would be, be compatible with that period. So I really lucked out finding something a little bit more you know energetic and kind of amused you know kind of amused because it, it, there is a little bit of comedy in how they went and basically abducted someone so um so yeah it, it was it was interesting you know working with myself um i was a delight and uh just putting everything together and and, and making it more you know realistic and being able to I, I think this might actually be the first episode where i did the first two scenes and then uh, Jeff, you did the latter part of it because I think for everything else, I That's did the, the back end of each one. So. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> now, I will say, as a voice actor, I got the reminder the day that it was due, and I was like, oh, crap, I got to go record my lines. And then I realized, wait a minute, I'm in like the entire episode. So <laughs> it did a lot of voice acting. Uh, yeah, you carry the weight of this episode on your back. Yeah. No, your character is, is like the thread that ties the entire thing together. <laughs> He almost like the detective in like an Agatha Christie story, the way you have to bring all the pieces together and explain it True. to the characters. True, exactly. I, I feel like he's the, the the mediator or the marriage counselor or something, because he's ah. just like, listen, you got this problem, you got this problem, you got this problem. Let's all come together rather than make assumptions like we have been the entire time. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, the character who conveniently uh, knows exactly what's going on and can explain it to the rest of us idiots. <laughs> How long does it take you to record, uh, say, all the lines for an episode like this where you feature so heavily? Um, it took a, it took at least an maybe an hour or so. It because it it um, the funny thing is when I voice act, it's not the complex structures that are that are hard to do. It's the uh, it's the simple sentences that screw me up. And so I remember having to redo some of the really easy, easy ones, like where your stress, where your distress shall, shall, shall find the due respect. Um, I must have done that six or seven times before I got it right because the because of all the S sounds and the sibilants in it. And and so I just kept either either slurring it like I was drunk or just screwing it up and substituting the wrong word. So I was just. Yeah, I'd have to stop, curse and swear, reset the the tape and kind of re-record it all. And uh, so it was, uh, yeah, it, it wasn't too bad. I'm, I'm pretty good at just kind of getting into the character and getting going, but uh, you know, doing a good job, it does take a couple hours. Yeah. Yeah, and you know the the challenge I felt. Um, I don't I don't think it was this episode, but maybe episode three. Um, voice acting in the production and directing it. I here comes a big reveal. How did I help thee, boy? I do, but seem so, sir. And I am indeed. There's a script. I love the music that comes in. Yeah. Yes. Great choice. 
Sorry to interrupt, but it's just a great moment. No, great no performance, worries. great directing. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, what I was saying is like I ended up, I, I recorded my lines and sent them in. Um, but then when I was editing the episode, I was like, oh my gosh, my own lines are terrible. I literally went in and re-recorded every single one um, and, and plopped it back into the, you know, the editing timeline where they were supposed to go because I was so dissatisfied with my own performance. I will say that is it is a perk that you know you hear something it's like you know what there was a mouth click there that I didn't notice before it's exactly yep yep a hundred percent yeah but then you can just drive yourself crazy trying to fix every last tiny imperfection and just you know lose your mind <laughs> oh yeah watching just as you approached us oh this is an especially cool song this little guitar riff here Yeah, I, when I was when I was doing, uh, like one rule I had was to try and do the Spanish guitar. And by episode five, I'm like, you know what? I can't do this. I can't find any other yeah. anything else that would really seriously work. So <laughs> yeah, I'm there's just gonna only roll so much. It. Yep. Well, I think by episode five, everybody knows where we are. Pretty much. <laughs> I love that uh, how you edited that Adam with uh, him him creeping through the grass on a snoring Julio. <laughs> I think that was Chase's own snoring too, right? That wasn't a sound effect. No, that that was his snoring. Yeah. <laughs> he delivered. The script says snoring, and that's it. And he uh, he did it. <laughs> Honestly, okay. Have, you, have either one of you ever watched Futurama? Oh, yes. on occasion. Okay, so do you remember Calculon? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I feel like I was I was channeling Calculon with Oh brother, we shall sound the depths of falsehood. And oh 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 you know it's oh, yeah. nailed it, nailed it. I, yeah, I, I was like, Oh my god, I sound I, I, I sound like Calculon. Hopefully I act better than he does, but yeah. sorrows cannot Oh, I totally forgot about that character. Next, next, uh, next play we do, we'll have to work in a, a hedonism bot somewhere. <laughs> Surgery in an opera? How delightfully decadent! Or maybe some Zoidberg, eh? If they be but house high, I must stand aiming at them like a. This is a funny scene. I think this is where, um, yeah, where I, where I took over. Um, and uh, yeah, you did. You've got all the all the grown-ups here blubbering on to themselves. <laughs> mourning their children, their long-lost children. And they they managed to play it funny because this could really okay. be sad, but they, they hit the right tone that it's, we know better than they do, so we can laugh. Yep. <laughs> yeah, uh, Julia Eve, always great. Uh, Sarah, Gareth, outstanding. Yep. <laughs> the next storm, we shall have them gallop homeward, whining as pigs do in the wind. Would I had my daughter anyway? Wouldst thou have her with child, man? Tell me that. I care not. And what's funny here, Morgan, is uh, one of Duke Angelo's lines referring to Camilla is why she mourns like a man. But of course, <laughs> yes. in the original script, Camilo is a man. So I guess the original line is why he mourns like a man. Yeah. It's like, you're manly. We're mourning like men. So it kind of just does change the meaning a little bit. <laughs> Although I don't know what manly mourning would be. Right, Touching exactly. us at his shoulder. Right. <laughs> Drinking and refusing to talk about our feelings. 100%. Probably yep. it. Nailed it. How now? <laughs> so please, your grace. Lord Roderick makes approach. Comes he alone? No, sir. Josh Kibbe as the attendant here and had all in previous episodes. I like what he did with these lines here. You know, just two lines in the in the scene, but 
again, impactful. You remember his, his character. Oh, welcome, 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 good Roderick. Say, what news? Do you bring joy or grief, my lord? For me, come what can come, I'll live a month or two. <laughs> oh, man, her, her, her long-complaining character, yeah. Exactly, it just cranks the, the drama up. <laughs> there it is again, yeah, manly patience. <laughs> manly patience. My noble father. Something oh, I man, now I'm hearing the Calculon voice this whole time, Adam, every time you say anything. <laughs> Well, you know, when I narrated that audiobook Deep Within Hell, um, right. I, I was using Philip J. Fry as a model. Yes, and I totally hear it. Yep, I totally hear it. <laughs> Philip J. Fry on uh, on heroin, right? Shut up and take my money. Thou bringst new life. And you, my royal father, behind that lady find a wandering son. My father, here, and Julio's mother. Oh, confusion. Low as earth to the duke, I bow me for your pardon. And, and so begins the revealing of all these characters coming out of the woodwork. And I have no comfort. Be patient, Signora. Ah, uh, yes, good catch there, Adam. Changing the line from Signor to Signora. I thank your lordship. What are those things? Always, you know, when you change the gender of a character, so many things to that can slip through the cracks very, very easily. Yeah, I, I I think I recorded it a couple of ways just in case. Sometimes right. you do exactly what's in the text and then you do what you think is right. Exactly, yep. Good to have that flexibility. Willingly. The voice of parents is the voice of gods. For to their children, they are heaven lieutenants made parent. I, I had forgotten until I was editing Gareth's line here that in, in uh, British English, lieutenants is pronounced lieutenants, which I will never be able to wrap my head around. I'm like, there's no letter F in there. <laughs> the English language is a strange chimera beast. It is indeed. And for these may challenge duty on our children's part. Obedience is the sacrifice of angels whose form you carry. Hear the duke, good wench. Do most heedfully. But we're all speaking Spanish, so we can so pronounce it lieutenant if we needed to. True. Want to call out Bridget uh, Guzowitz as uh, Leonora, who was absent from the last episode, I believe, but uh, returns for this final act here. Another mm -hmm. terrific uh, performance throughout the, throughout the play. Bridget's mm -hmm. popping up everywhere. Oh yeah, and here on the Kingery and many others, I'm sure. Yeah, I, they're they're also going to be on seminar. Ah yes. Oh, very nice. Maids that have loved, if they be worth that noble testimony, where their loves here, my lord. I, I listened to lots of pendant long before I ever got involved. So to me, it's still like movie stars. Like I'm working with top <laughs> top celebrities. Like to me, I oh gosh. Not, not Gareth. Oh my gosh, Gareth is reading lines that I edited. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it uh, speaks speaks well to Penance history that we've got so many uh, performers who have been around for so so long now. People who've done the Kingery since 2007, 15 years. I mean, man, that's pretty phenomenal when you think about it. That's like longer than Gunsmoke ran. 
right? <laughs> I think Gunsmoke did like 16 years, but it was oh, well, pretty, we... pretty darn close. <laughs> well, we'll keep it up then. So we can... Yes. Pendant, Put Gunsmoke uh... in its place. Good horse under me and a good sword and thus much for inheritance. What boy is that? Has offered twice yeah, this part of the scene where Violante comes in, I was trying to figure out, I'm like, how did Violante get in the room here? Was I supposed to, like, put footsteps at some point where Violante, like, sneaks in? So I tried I tried answering that question, and I was like, all right, Violante's in the room somehow. She got there. <laughs> it's a really big room. Oh, it's a great scene where... where uh, Adam is uh, sick of Adam's character is sick of my bullshit. <laughs> you just unleash it. <laughs> yes. This was not handsome, brother. You are merry. You'll find it sober. And that line you put in here when uh, when he says you are merry was very helpful. <laughs> Parentheses that's supposed to mean you're joking. <laughs> Otherwise, I would not have figured that out. That is my best guess because that's what makes. <laughs> Give it makes sense for sure. No, I, I'm certain you're right. And say I stole him from his friends and cast him off. Know me no more. The brother, pray. The first time Enrique's uh, isn't the villain. Exactly. <laughs> if he deny this to you, then I have wronged you. Hear me. What's thy? Yeah, and it was also helpful that you clarify that here. You know, he truly is like doesn't realize that that Violante is. Um, you know his. What are thy he's a jilted a lover bother, here. Sir, he I'll say this. Thinks he's innocent. Reading this without a without aversion to see to actually know how this is supposed to work was was labyrinthine. Oh, Lots of reading. I was drawing pictures on my whiteboard to try to figure out who was who at the various points. Uh, but I think I think I got it. Yeah, not even not even a production on YouTube out there, Morgan. There is just the first couple scenes on YouTube from somebody uh, doing it at a Renaissance fair. It looks like. Uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if uh, it, it you know crops up in more productions now that it's become more and more broadly accepted as you know a true part of the Shakespearean canon. Kenneth Branagh uh, producing it. Really? I don't know. He should. Oh no, you're just uh, speculating. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, just yeah. He could be. He could be Duke Angelo. Exactly. Yeah. No. If, if he directs it, he'll definitely cast himself in some role. We can be certain of that. <laughs> and if he was playing Hamlet at 45, I think he could be Enrique in this. True. True. <laughs> I kid. I love Kenneth. <laughs> oh, he's terrific. He had no just cause. What my youth was able, my will still put into action. Hey, casting yourself when you're the director is totally okay. <laughs> In fact, it's a sign of class. I mean, you all, you all assumed when I took over as seminar director, spoiler alert, that I was going to just cast myself and everything. And I was tempted. You could have pulled it off. I would not doubt it. <laughs> no, no. What father plot he has, the devil knows. But... But if thou canst bring a witness of thy wrong, <laughs> it would be injustice to believe thee. He having sworn against it, thou shalt have, I bind it with my honour, satisfaction to thine own wishes. Ah, uh, Gareth Bully. I keep I keep I appearing in productions with, with Gareth now. He pops up everywhere, kind of like with Sarah. Like every time yep. I turn around, I run into Sarah in another production. 
Yep. <laughs> I, uh, my, yeah, my first uh, lead role in a seminar short was alongside him. He was the uh, Winthrop to my Dr. Oblidio. That was a fun one. Here is a letter, brother. The writing, yours. The matter, love. Excellent cadence on those lines, Adam. I liked it. The writing, Thank you. dramatic pause, yours. This forgery confounds me. A young hebod might be my favorite uh, Shakespearean insult in this show. I like that previous line uh, from Camilla. And then had been no marvel he had bobbed the. <laughs> like, bobbed is now a euphemism here. Father, give me pardon. I do confess I some such letter wrote, but how it reached this young dissembler's hands. Oh, I was so happy when I came across this particular music. And by the honors of Very my mysterious and mouth, in nature. The minion's face till now I never saw. Run not too far in debt on protestation. Why should you do a child this wrong? Your friendships past warrant not this abuse. If you provoke me thus, I shall forget what you are to me. This is a mere practice and villainy to draw. Parentheses there door. say now no whining. More. You are a boy. Every case is going through a lot. Shall prove you so. <laughs> Hello. I like that her entrance there is just a solitary hello. Enrique is about to do a total 180, <laughs> the fastest 180 of any Shakespearean character. <laughs> oh, it turns out I am a total irredeemable asshole this whole time. <laughs> What a fierce conflict shame and wounded honor raise in my breast. But honor shall Yeah, can we just say that everybody deserves an award for not stabbing him? <laughs> Pretty much. We could all just ganged up and run him through. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think there's just a little a little Christmas carol in what they're doing to him here and in, in the trick they're playing on him here that he has to kind of face what a what a sack he is. As he suddenly at the end is like, Oh boy, it's at Christmas. Exactly. My gracious father, forgive. And make me rich with your consent. This is my wife. No other would I choose were she a queen. <laughs> Here's a new change. And fair Leonora, from whose arms I forced my wronged friend Julio. Oh, forgive me. Take home your holy vows and let him have them that has deserved them. Oh, that he were here, that I might own the baseness of my wrong and purposed recompense. I feel like for some reason that line, and let him have him that has deserved them. I feel like I probably did like 10 takes of that to get it right. Uh, I, could, I could hear that sounding strange. Yeah, it always throws me off in Shakespeare when them is reduced to apostrophe E-M. What think you of this honest man? Alas, my thoughts, my lord, were all employed within. He has a face to make me remember something I thought well of. Uh, now we're talking about the random dude standing in the corner, apparently in a disguise. Say it cannot be. He has his eye, his features, shape, and gesture. Would he would speak? <gasps> Gasp again. Leonora. They're all just standing around a big open space, and that's actually how it's written. <laughs> like half the characters in the scene are just randomly standing around in the disguise. Nobody questions why they're there. No man trouble them. Much good may it do your hearts. What is he, Lord? What is he? A certain son. Of you know, given <laughs> given the mistakes they make and how they act and things, I sometimes feel like all these characters should have been like fourteen, 
<laughs> but they, they make a point that they're grown-ups and all their parents are super old. Right. So very true. Because they're not Romeo and Juliet. They're not, you know, they're not 14 year olds. This isn't, you know, what's it, uh, what's uh, Lost of the Woods, the Ma A Midsummer Night's Dream. Those are teenagers and they make it clear in the right. story. Right. But this one, they make it very clear these are adult humans. Leonora, do I once more hold thee? The righteous powers at length have crowned our loves. Thank Julio from the storm that's now or blown. Sour I feel like I used this song in a previous episode. Yeah, probably about the last episode, but well, it was the, worth, the worth returning to. Exactly. Callback. Yeah, in Pericles as well. I think I sort of had an ongoing theme every time Phasia appeared. Sort of uh, kind of reminds you who the character is. Uh, what's it, uh, the, the leap motif? Mm, exactly, yep. There's the, mm -hmm. the technical term for it. You're like Wagner. Now the dramatic build-up coming here. I have a debt to pay. Your good old father once, when I chased the boar, preserved my life, and for that good deed and for your virtue's sake, though your descent below, call me your father. A match drawn out of honesty and goodness is pedigree enough. Are you all pleased? All. All, sir. All. All, sir. <sighs> all. All. And I not. What are they taking a vote? Well, now <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I added the alls. I, I put I put the alls in there. I knew we needed our main characters to be involved in the final moment, and not just not just, just the. Wanna, yeah. I just want to point out, no one asked my opinion. Roger <laughs> didn't get a vote. <laughs> you lost your right. <laughs> Also known as the wild oh man, thank you for everybody who's been along on this journey, wrapping up this final episode here. Crew. Yes. yes, thank you, Adam. Thank you, Morgan, uh, for thank you. guiding us through it. Uh, Morgan, thank you for helping us figure out what the hell is supposed to be going on in any given episode. <laughs> absolute, absolute pleasure to take this in this text and turn bring it to life with you guys. And uh, so, yes, possibly the first audio production of this play ever. I think we can just guarantee the first ever. And if anyone argues with us later, pshaw. <laughs> so do we have a, a, a determination of what the next installment is going to be? Oh, not yet, I don't think. Not yet, no. I'm leaving oh. that one up in the air for the moment. Very okay, I, I was, I've, I'm waiting with bated breath. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned, folks. All right. Thank you for joining us, and uh, we will see you for the next one. Bye.